If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, March 28th, 2022. I'm one of your host, Blessing Adelia Jr. Joining me is the LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. Tim Motherfucking Gettys. Bless, I'm in a bit of a conundrum. Ooh, I've been considering, so I, I had an Apple Watch. I got Series 1 like mm. seven years ago, which is crazy to think about. And I, I haven't, it eventually broke down over time and I stopped wearing it. And I was like, I want a new watch. And I think now is time. So I've been debating, do I really need it though? Am I going to actually use it? So I went out, went to the Apple store, finally got the one that I've been looking at, like pricing out on the, the internet for the last like eight months. Cause you know how, how we do. Um, I eventually I get there and the color combination that I wanted was never available. So I was, I was like, eh, well, I don't need to worry about it because it's not available. What color combo were you looking for? I just wanted the the, the cheapest black top, and then I wanted a, the, a specific blue band. Mm-hmm. And and I want the big one, obviously. And uh, finally, I'm at the Apple store. I was just looking at it, and then they had it. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm buying it. And I was like, hey, dude, can I just test it out? Like, if I bought this thing for a week, can I return it? And they're like, yeah, man, as long as you don't scratch it. And, like, there's any like real damage like you can return it that's totally okay so i got this thing and i've been testing it out and i've been going back and forth wavering do i need it do i keep it do i return it i don't know but then there was a feature that i didn't plan on winning me over Mm. so they have this new thing now where it's portrait mode pictures and it just cycles through pictures and i just have it all of the dogs amazing at all times on my wrist and i'm like oh fuck i think i have to keep this thing now that is adorable didn't they just announce a new one? No. Uh, I thought they did. And it had no. like better heart or something. Is it no. worth getting a smartwatch? Because like I've been rocking with my actual just regular analog watch. Well, and I've been enjoying that thing just as like a pure accessory, right? Like I don't even look. I don't. When I need to tell the time, I'm still looking at my phone. I'm not looking at my watch. This is purely for style. But mm-hmm. like I see more and more people with the smartwatches and I'm like, it's super should I do it? it? I you think it. so, Kevin? Oh my! What God. is like the I'm, feature that speaks to you, Kevin? Out, out, of, text, out of a smartwatch, seeing text and uh, messing with like music and stuff. Where it's yeah, like kind of using it like a remote. Yeah, but like, isn't that what a phone is? Sure, you know, but the phone's in my pocket and my uh, watch is out. I guess. I mean, it, the reality is, it makes a big difference for me. <laughs> It's Chat, a war of minor conveniences because mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like there's no one thing that makes it worth it, but it all just kind of adds up. And especially if you're into fitness stuff, then it's totally like that's a, it's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. where like, yes, you should just totally get one because mm-hmm. it helps you <laughs> a lot. Uh, but obviously for me, I'm not really into that stuff. So I have to like look at pictures of my dogs instead. What about aesthetic wise? Like do people look at a smartwatch on a, on a, on a person and go, oh, that's hot. Oh, that's no. fire. Like they're, uh, they're no, I, I think it depends on the smartwatch. I've gotten a lot of compliments on mine, but it's because it looks like a watch. Okay. Okay. I'm taking all these mental notes. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Also, I have an Android, Kevin. Like, what, what is yeah. the go-to Android smartwatch? So, um, I like a particular brand, but you have... Uh, Galaxy. 
S22. Yeah. And they make their own watch. And on top of that, there's a Pixel watch that is supposed to come out, I think, this year. Um, and that one is going to be made by Samsung, I think. So it, it could, like, there's plenty of good options. Personally, I like the Fossil smartwatches. Okay. Sam, you know I what also, I've been up to this weekend? Mm -hmm. last, sorry, go ahead. Thing, go for it, Kevin. I have my uh, my contactless uh, pay set up on my watch, and that is like a game changer. Okay, see, like, that I've seen, and that seems like a game one changer. one button and then tap. It's awesome. That's sick. Yeah. Uh, Tim, this weekend, I've been playing a lot of Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Let me tell you, that game is dope as hell. I was I not. Told you. I, I was told not expecting you. to fall in love with it the way that I am, and like I trust you, and I trust, and I trust your opinions on things, right? And so, like when you gave it a five out of five, I was like, "All right, I definitely got to check it out." Like now, I have to play it. And as I've been playing it, I'm only toward the end of the second. I'll just call it world, yeah. right? And I'm about to, I'm about to fight the second boss, and I'm like, dude, I can't get enough of this guy. Like dude. Kirby is hella cute. Maybe one of the most cute platformer characters i've ever seen in my life right every single animation every single thing that kirby does is hella adorable but then also like it is legitimately a mario level like the level design is incredible the abilities you get are fantastic like the the ways that each level kind of has its own idea that it sticks to i've been enthralled with it i can't get enough I, of it i mean I, I i said this in the games cast review but you know i was wavering i was like pretty uh sold on a four where i'm like i'm gonna give this game a four when i was about like almost halfway through it i'm like this is way better than i expected it to be but like is it really a five is it really that special and then second half of the game on i'm like yeah you know what it really is this this stands on its own as something that's just dope and i'm having so much fun i'm still playing i'm still going back and get, like trying 100 percent it i'm getting closer and closer i'm at like 93 percent now i think uh and it's getting to the point that some of the things i'm like oh i don't know if i'm going to be able to do one of those tilt challenges but uh mm. fantastic game if you have a switch i highly recommend you check it out 1000% but Tim enough mm -hmm. about all that let's talk about today's stories which include a big week for PlayStation Amazon Game Studio head stepping down and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news needs to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when you get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosteeth.com or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping for you ps i love you xoxo recording is being delayed to thursday with the episode going up on friday more on that in the roper report thank you to, thank you to our patreon producers gordon mcguire fargo brady and pranksy today we're brought to you by uplift desk but we'll tell you about that later for now yeah dude first off i just want to say andy recorded the ad for uplift desk and if you're a patreon supporter you're gonna have to listen to the ad version at least once this oh, week hell yeah. oh man i'm gonna turn on the twitch stream for this one then uh <laughs> for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report it's time for some news we have seven stories today a baker's dozen starting with our number one is it gonna be a big week for playstation aka 
what is Greg hiding? This is from Andy Robinson at Video Games Chronicle. PlayStation has been tipped for a busy week of announcements, according to journalists covering the games industry. Prominent reporter Greg Miller of Kind of Funny announced on Sunday that he, right, that he would be delaying this week's edition of his popular PlayStation podcast, PS I Love You XOXO, due to three rumors, quote, three rumors I've heard, end quote, about impending announcements. Quote, man, looking like it might be a very interesting week for PlayStation if even one of the three rumors I've heard is true, he wrote. Quote, as such, we're going to delay the recording of PS I Love You XOXO until Thursday, end quote. Miller's post follows a Bloomberg report claiming that Sony could announce its Game Pass rival codename Spartacus this week. VGC's own sources corroborated the story and said that news was expected early this week. The new service is expected to launch for PS4 and PS5 this spring uh, and is to be structured across three payment tiers, offering benefits such as free monthly games, extended demos, and a library of classic games. Quote, right now, they are called Essential, Extra, and Premium, Jeff Grubb said on his Giant Bomb show. Quote, the pricing, again, could be a placeholder, but the pricing is $10 a month for Essential, $13 a month for Extra, and $16 a month for Premium. Tim, motherfucking mm -hmm. Gettys, we're joined in the call by the one and only host of PSI Love the XOXO. The, the, world's uh, the reporter, reporter. World's favorite reporter, Greg motherfucking Miller. Greg, what's up? Please intro me correctly. Prominent reporter Greg Miller. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Right. Prominent, Prominent reporter Greg Miller. God forbid they mention the Trending Gamer of the Year award. You know? God forbid. Can they do their jobs? I'm sick of these hacks, journalists. They can't come in. They can't say the right thing. Pisses me off, Buzz. How you Andy doing? Robinson. I'm doing good, Greg. How are you doing? I'm great, Tim. Good to see you. Here's what I don't good like about you two when you host the show. I turn it on and look, and I'm like, God, they both look so good. Thank you. Like, Thank it looks you. good. It's that. a good-looking image. I don't think I look that good when I host the show. You've been looking good, Greg. You look I, I saw that picture of you this weekend, the little family picture, oh, extended yeah, yeah. family picture. You were looking good. Everyone Thanks. was talking about it, the, this baby and all this other shit. You were looking good, Greg. Thank you. I'm fucking – a lot of things were said about fatherhood ahead of time. Nobody told me this baby would be stealing all my limelight. You know what I mean? He'd be the one mm -hmm. getting all these things. Simon Cardi brought this Superman gift for him, and I thanked him. And he goes, oh, that was for you. I was like, oh, thank you. See, I'm just so used to the kid getting all the Superman stuff now. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Of course, Greg is jealous of his own kid's clout, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the three things. Mm -hmm. uh, first off, this got way more juice than I thought it was. This was very much like, hey, there. I've heard three really cool rumors that have a likelihood of coming true, you know, various levels of it. So I'm going to delay PS I Love You. <laughs> and then it turned into this giant thing. I'm like, well, I'm glad they all know I'm delaying the show. I don't know if any of the people, the thousands of people reading about this or hearing about this know about it. Number one, of course, is Spartacus, which is obviously mm -hmm. a no-brainer, duh, like that seems all but for certain to be happening right but then it gets interesting plus and i'm not gonna say what these other two are because i'm not a rumor monger as you know that's not what i do that's not There's what i'm all about reporter. you're I'm a prominent, prominent reporter, reporter. Greg Miller. and i've i have enough corroborating evidence for two other ones that i'm interested in seeing them happening if that makes sense i here's the thing is like it, for sure sorry go ahead are they linked to project spartacus like no. is this a well, thing of everything knowledge. is working together not to my knowledge no so PlayStation has – and I'm not trying to dig stuff out of you because, again, you're not a rumor monger. I want to you dig, baby. You're a, pro, you're a prominent reporter. You're saying that PlayStation has three separate announcements that they could have this week that are all big on their own, that don't necessarily tie together. Yes. And interesting on their own. You know how this is because it's going to be that one of them will pop. I'll talk about it. Be like, this one's not big. Nobody cares mm -hmm. about this, Greg. And I'll be like, shut up, you fucking baby. 
yeah. get your own Superman stuff. It went from just calling someone a baby to you talking to your baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah. you know, Greg, I need to dig. I need to dig. I know, I know that you're probably not going to say anything, but like, what's the most we can get out of you from this? I, I don't know. know like, I don't, you already told me. These <laughs> I, I guess one of them is my thing. One of them is mm-hmm. my thing, and I will know momentarily if I'm right or wrong on this. That I can assure you. All right. I can. I don't want to go into why I would know momentarily. I know that something today is happening that would then tell me a little bit. And I probably. I don't know what I'll be able to say publicly, but I could say things privately to you if it's, it turns out that it's embargoed or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know that. Part mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that momentarily mm, gotcha now, okay R- Raj did you, did you see do you know what i'm talking about tim you know what i'm talking about bless no, i put I, this in i put I this in your talking about. okay uh, Raj foreman chat here says does it rhyme with tack tree did you put that in here is that already in there the trademark i mean that is story number two which i can talk about right now sony has filed a new trademark for knack this is jordan midler at vgc sony reactor entertainment filed a new trademark for knack earlier this month in japan as spotted by gamatsu the trademark which has been made public today uh march 28th covers the, the terms for use in several categories including downloadable or installable home and in, home video game machine program and additional data end quote it's unclear what the intended use of the trademark is the last game of the franchise knack 2 was <laughs> released on september September 5th, 2017. While these may simply be routine trademark updates for periodic renewals, rather than being indicative of any new product, uh, it could imply that Sony intends to do more with the franchise, which despite a poor critical reception has developed a cult fan following. Greg, are you about to preview Neck? I'm not about to preview Neck now. I wish. I'm sorry. Mm. One day. You shall rise again. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jordan Midler in the chat, supporting his own story. That's you always love to see that. What's Shout out to course? Jeff Grubb in the chat. If Jeff Grubb wants to pop in here and fucking spoil some shit, I'm just saying he's welcome. He knows the Discord. He got the invite. I'm just out here digging everybody. I'm just a little boy with my little diggy hands. <laughs> now, Greg, host oh, the PSLV XOXO. That was for you, what? Kevin. That was for you. I hate it. It's really gross. <laughs> what is your take on this Knack situation? Because like I look at it, I'm like, okay, it's a routine trademark thing. Like I don't really expect anybody to okay. do anything or PlayStation to do anything with Knack in the meantime, just because like one, who's going to develop it? Japan Studio isn't even around anymore. Um, but then also you have all these other great 3D platformers. You have Ratchet, you have Astro, you have uh, Sackboy that you can do stuff with. You have rumors of maybe a Sly and other games. I don't think Knack is the one to bring back. Um, but I, I, just, I just think it's them. I just think them doubling down the trademark so it doesn't go away. Yeah. Uh, my thing with Knack, I, I feel like Knack is the type of franchise that is just, I, 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 God, it's hard to talk about because I want to say no one's asking for it. There obviously are a lot of people asking for like, it. Are they seriously, people asking, seriously for it? asking for it? I know that, there's that weird yeah. balance. But I mean, remember when Knack 2 was announced? That was a, a genuine surprise. <laughs> like People are like, whoa, they did it. And it felt like they did it for the meme, even though they didn't do it for the meme. They did it because they were making the game. I can totally see I, them making Knack 3. I, I don't know that right now is the time. But look at this. Mark Cerny is like, no, I love Knack. I'm just, I, I don't care how it does. I don't care about the performance. I don't care about the critical reception. I'm making it for me. And the way that, like, I make the Blessing Show for me, right? Like, Blessing Show, of course, people like the Blessing Show. But, like, you know, in terms of in terms of views, in terms of ads, like, it's not really for that. I'm just making it because it's my passion project. I feel like Mark Cerny sees Knack as the same thing, where for some reason he's just infatuated with it. 
and he's mm-hmm. just gonna keep yeah. making knacks forever see i only make the blessing show for views and that's why i'm the most popular <laughs> episode god damn yeah, prominent reporter greg miller has the most popular episode of the blessing show yeah. everybody go watch the dreams episode of uh, the blessing show it's almost there <laughs> it almost keeps catching up to the avengers thing and then all of a sudden avengers drops shout out to nitro 39 in the chat it says love the marvel avengers episode of the blessing show it was honestly the show's it. best episode you know what i mean it definitely wasn't the best most viewed, yes yeah well, you know we the Eternal episode was fuck was fantastic. No, that was a really good episode. It was. It was. Now, Greg. Okay, obviously, I got to get back to the the matter at hand. Yeah. Can, what? What can you give us more than what you're already giving us? How, how excited are you for for the potential rumors that you're hearing? Oh well, I mean, I'm super interested. Is where I go. All right. Okay. One of them I think is very nebulous and could be anything. And again, that's the one I'll have confirmation on today. That's the one I'll know something about by the end of the day. And that one, I, I don't know what it is, and I'm very interested to find out what it is. All right? I have had, I have, I, I know more than I should on that, thanks to uh, an heir, we'll say. All right? The, somebody who didn't think it through, Tim. People don't understand how systems and mechanics work. You understand? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, then, of course, Spartacus is just a weird thing of like, all right, cool. We've heard so much about it. What is it really going to be? What is really going to be playable? What's really backwards compatible? What's digital? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. What are the actual tiers? Has Jeff Grubb got it all right? Which I imagine he does. What's that going to be? And where do we shake out there? Mm-hmm. And the third one, the third one I would say more about, but it's not mine. You know what I mean? That is one that has been entrusted to me by someone else. And so that's or, why I'm more, I'm more unlocked on it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help the chat out here. I'm sure. trying to like, you know, get the sleuths out there. Cause if they sleuth their way through this down that, the little hole that we're digging, yeah, then it's not on that? us. Then it's not on us. But Greg, uh, does it have to do with delays? No, nothing. nothing none of this is about delays. This is not about, I'll, my knowledge, I, this is not, not nothing about God of War Ragnarok or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so in that case, let's talk about what we can talk about, right? Which is Project Spartacus. That is the thing that's already been out there, right? We had the uh, new story late last week that is seemingly being announced for this week. What are our expectations for Project Spartacus? This is a question I keep asking over, over and over again. But as we get closer, I feel like it becomes a more relevant question to ask because, you know, we got to, like, level people's expectation in terms of what this thing is going to be. And also, like, you know, figure out how excited us personally are going to be for it. Because I'm at a place where I'm like, this is going to be... I think the start of something that could be a game changer on the PlayStation side, right? Like, I don't think it'll ever be a uh, Game Pass. I don't think it'll ever be PlayStation first party, God of War, Ragnarok, like that level of game coming day and date to the service. But I think if they do it right, it could breathe new life in the PlayStation ecosystem in the way that getting access to, pla- to classic games can be a way easier easier and better thing right like if you get a if you get ps3 games downloadable if you get ps2 and ps1 games downloadable and you get a good library in there i think that could be a very exciting thing exciting thing and that's from from reports and rumors what seems like is going to be the case like where do you guys stand with project spartacus right now i'm pretty surprised that people seem to be as confused as they they seem to be when it comes to this right now with all the reports and it feels like we already know 95 percent of what this is so the fact that people are still throwing around terms like game changer i don't think this is like this isn't a game changer this is a necessary thing that should have existed a couple years ago of meshing and melding the different playstation online products into one so that it can actually make make more sense for how video games currently work they're not going to have the day and date that Xbox Game Pass has, and that is the game changer. That is mm. the X factor. Otherwise, this is just a super fancy version of the Nintendo Switch Online, which 
I'm a big fan of. So I'm not hating on it. I'm very excited for this. Like, no matter what this shakes out to be, I think it's going to be better than we are today when it comes to PlayStation's offerings of backwards compatibility in any sense. And any step forward is something I'm excited about. I think that the idea of, oh man, PS3 games are going to be natively able to be played and you're going to be able to have access to all the old games. It's like, that's just, it's not going to happen. There's no way. You don't think so. That like no. PS3 games won't be won't be uh, natively being, be able to be downloaded. I'm talking about the disc being able to be played. Oh, okay. You put a PS3 disc into a PS5. I don't mm. think that that's going to be the case. Now, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Like they might have figured some <laughs> shit out, and that's why this <laughs> is taking so long. I just I don't get the vibes that that it's going to be that. And even if it is that, I don't think that that is the game changer that some people are calling it. There are some people out there that that desperately want that. I understand that. I'm a Nintendo fan. I know how much I just want to be able to play old games that I love, specifically like the the more obscure the better, right? Like that's mm. totally just the name of the game when it comes to nostalgia. So, I get it, but I don't think that it's a game changer. I don't think this is going to be a game changer, and I think that people that are expecting that are are really not even just setting themselves up for disappointment. They're just setting themselves up for a fight on Twitter. I think the truth is, yeah, somewhere in between. I think it's somewhere in between being just totally limp and then being the hardest thing in the world, I guess, based on where I started that analogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a game changer, right? Like, I think it's going to be met with a lot of cynicism when it launches. I think it's going to be met with a lot of shrugs from a lot of people. And then there's going to be a fan base that is like, no, this is amazing. And I think somewhere in between that will be the truth. Because even when I look at the the uh, tiers of it right like you know i'm always happy to throw money at a service that i think's great and i'm going to use a lot but when i look at it i'm like hmm, what okay i'm not the old game is i'm the old game is old guy right so am i really going to go back for any of these things so no and that, and that again there's an option for me not to so then we're just getting into is this going to be something where it's like good on you sony for finally you know letting something be backwards compatible giving access to some of these old games but then how much are we really going to use it and then are we getting just into where PlayStation Now already is, where PlayStation Now is a service that is profitable that a lot of people use, and the majority of our friends and family don't. And so we don't ever talk about it or think about it. Yeah, and I think that's the most important thing is it's just getting to a point where people, when they hear PlayStation Now, they're not just like, that's still a thing? They're like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. PlayStation, whatever it is, it's like that's that's a thing that you get access to all these old games. Like that's literally all PlayStation needs to do to make this a worthwhile investment for them. I think that they are going to soar past that. Like I imagine that with the amount of talk that's went into this and time, even like this is going to, no matter what, be better than we're at. Like I think that that is for the sure. thing for where sure. I'm at, which is good because it's been not horrible on the playstation side of things like but with playstation plus with what they offer of their online offerings plus the playstation plus games you get it's not that expensive it works cool that's all fine then the playstation now side for people that actually like playstation now we're always getting tweets from people writing on ps i love you people writing in about how much they love it it's a small niche thing though it's not like Mm -hmm. mainstream in a way that xbox game pass you can't get away from because xbox have done a great job from day one of marketing it playstation did a horrible job since day one of marketing PlayStation. now now. just because we're on this precipice of unknown right what i would say there tim is like yeah you can't get away from game pass because xbox won't let you get away from game pass right it is chicken and the egg kind of thing snake eating its own tail here that could be a change with whatever they're about to do with spartacus do i think it will be 
No, I don't think this is going to be something PlayStation is for the rest of our you know existence banging on and yelling about and doing all this stuff about. Maybe I could I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong, right? They have the free games they're talking about in there. Are they trying to launch stuff day and day? What are they going to do? Yada yada yada. Not first party, obviously, but you know mm-hmm. partnership titles could be wrong. Could they could do it there? But w- w- I don't think that'll be the change, and that's why I don't see this being a game changer like you're talking about, plus. Yeah, and I, I and I fall some I fall somewhere in between basically what both you guys just said, just in terms of what it's going to be and what I think could be excited about it. Because there's a quote I remember a while ago from PlayStation. I forget who exactly said it, but it was somebody saying something along the lines of like people don't play the old games, right? People don't play backwards compatible stuff, and so like that's the reason why we don't support it as much. And I think that makes sense to to some degree, but I do think that that starts to fall apart when you look at the Xbox side of things, right? Where Xbox Game Pass and Xbox backwards compatibility does get used. Of course, like those games aren't going to get played as much as the new the the new shiny games on the platform. But when uh Bethesda got by and you started seeing Dishonored and other games get dropped on PlayStation or on PlayStation on Xbox Game Pass and have the boosts, have all, all of the benefits. I hopped into into Dishonored, right? I've seen other people hop into different games. I've seen Mike so Mike uh, Snowbike Michael hop into mm-hmm. Saints Row and start to play a bunch of classic games. And I think for me, that is what the game changer part of it is. The fact that like if they support these games in ways that they weren't supported before, if they allow these games, if they allow Metal Gear Solid 4, for example, which is only playable right now on PS5 or PS4 through PlayStation Now, through game streaming, if you can play that natively, I think that opens up a whole new audience into, into jumping into those games and having and 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 I think building this level of nostalgia and, le- and level of fandom that you then see from Nintendo fans. When you're talking about like N64 dropping on Switch and me getting excited and then unexcited when I realized that it was crap, right? Which I think is very plausible on the PlayStation side, right? I do not, and, th- and this is where I come uh, come back to what Greg Miller's saying. If they drop it, or once they drop it, I'm not expecting greatness from step one. I think they can build it there. I think they can get there. Even Xbox with uh, with backwards compatibility, I think took some time to really build that library to make it something to, to now we look at and we're like, yo, this is exciting, right? It took years before we got, got FPS boost. It took years before we got uh, uprising to 4K and all these things. I think that's going to be the same on the PlayStation side, but I think taking the first steps toward getting there and allowing there to be this subscription service type deal where it is you pay amount of money. It is what PlayStation Now is, but it is them doing it better. Because the, th- the, the thing with PlayStation Now also is the fact that the library there is fine for ps3 it's i'd say good for ps4 but ps2 and ps1 is lacking uh in fact i don't think ps1 is there period and then ps2 has like 16 games and none of them are bangers really like they have dark cloud which is cool for me but for the most part those libraries are lacking if they're able to build that if they're able to add bangers kingdom hearts burnout 3 like nba street volume 2 tony hawk if they're able to add a level of library for ps2 and ps1 that get people hype right like on ps1 add milligar solid add final fantasy 7 add brave fancy musashi like whatever the the deep cuts and the big hits are for those platforms i think you're gonna see playstation uh, uh players throw a party by the end of the week if that is the case i think that is the thing that, that for me is a game changer and that is just step one that can then lead to a year from now two years from now us talking about it as a wow they really brought it here like they yeah, really brought it there yeah it could be steps like you're saying to get us to game changerhood exactly yeah it's but it's for sucks. now you have to wait see what yeah. happens this week totally it, it, i, I think this, it's I unfortunate i gotta go <gasps> yeah bye wait, greg. greg blink twice if you're about to demo god, god of war ragnarok Okay, he did. He did, or he didn't do it. We don't know. We don't, don't know. know. He didn't have a camera on. So, <laughs> Damn. Man. Man. Um, it, you talking about this thing of it being uh, the start of something? Like, I'm I'm very hopeful for that. Although I do think that that's kind of wishful thinking because I feel like this needs to kind of be a lot more than just that because of the time it's happening and then how deep into all of this we are. Where the PlayStation Now should have been the beginning. 
right? This should be the, okay, we figured it out. <laughs> and now yeah. we're here. This is what it is. So I feel like if it's not that, it's going to be disappointing um, for them to come out and make a big deal out of it. But again, I'm excited for it. I'm hopeful. I do think that we're not going to get all the um, accoutrement that I'm, I'd be looking for from the PlayStation side. I think Xbox has done such an amazing job dating back to the Xbox One uh, X with the way that it handled um, up-resing the backwards compatible games and all that stuff. I was so impressed with that from day one and they've just tripled down on that on the series x of making sure that games just like old games play best on the xbox series x that is not going to be true on the playstation 5 i just don't see them adding any of those fps boost or any of that type of tech sided things because playstation just hasn't been making those moves and those decisions um with even it's like current type of uh games coming out and like them they don't like to give options they don't like to like there's like this is the way it's going to be it's more similar to apple than it is to um the android side of things right um with xbox kind of being like yo you want to play in 1440p fucking go for it playstation's like catching up to that now right like those type of decisions i think um in a perfect world guess what we're getting all these ps1 games ps2 games they all have full trophy support now there's trophy lists for all those games like that's the type of love that would make this actually truly special because sure how many people actually care about trophies? We're, we're getting more and more niche to all these different things. But that's how you speak to an audience loudly is combine all the niches and speak to all of them because there's power in numbers there. So I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be really exciting to me. I'm really excited no matter what to see what this is because I think that it'll be it's going to be a, a net positive at the end of the day. We'll see. I'm very excited for KHD for the rest of the week to see this news as it breaks. Of course, PS Love You XOXO is recording on Thursday if you're on Patreon and then that's releasing for everybody on Friday. So stay tuned for that. For now, let me tell you about patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go to get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsor. Shout out to Uplift for sponsoring this episode. I've been using my Uplift desk for well over a year now. I love the thing so much I decided to write a rap song for them. The build quality is real good. It's made of real high quality wood. They didn't ask for it. I just did it anyway. Getting my Uplift desk immediately improved my mood. Whenever I'm on shows, I'm standing up. I'm feeling a lot more energetic. And also, I kind of feel like I was just maybe creating some bad habits sitting down at a desk all day. I would move my legs up. I'd sit underneath my legs on my chair. And eventually, all that stuff just created really bad back pain for me. Choose from laminate, whiteboard, bamboo, solid wood, butcher block, or even custom solid wood or laminate options. Uplift Desk won New York Times Wire Cutters Best Standing Desk from 2019 to 2022. And while I'm at it, I'm just going to give them an award as well. Best Standing Desk that I use in my bedroom from when they sent it to me until now. Uplift Desk have a 15-year warranty. They ship the same day you order with free shipping and free return shipping. So if you've been feeling the effects of sitting at a desk for eight hours a day, maybe you want some more energy in your life. Maybe you want to do squats in the middle of a Zoom call or something. Uplift your life. Go to kindoffunny.com slash uplift. One. Story number three. Amazon Game Studio head has stepped down. This is Jason Schreier at Bloomberg. Mike Rizzini, a longtime Amazon employee who helped start Amazon Game Studios, is stepping down. The executive told staff Friday he was leaving to focus on his family, said Amazon spokesman Ryan Jones. Quote, Mike was there at the beginning of Amazon Games, and his leadership and perseverance uh, helped build the games business from the ground up, uh, Jones said in a statement. Jones continued, quote, our recent successes with New World and Lost Ark are the, re- are the results of the long-term customer-focused vision uh, for games he helped establish. We are, we are very grateful for all of his contributions and wish Mike the very best, end quote. 
Amazon Game Studios was an expensive endeavor for the e-commerce giant, costing hundreds of millions of dollars a year, but for years failed to produce hit games. Frizzini, who previously worked in the books section of Amazon, uh, was a relative game novice when he, when he became head of the, of the division. Some employees had criticized him for veering too far from game making's traditional playbook, Bloomberg reported last year. After canceling and even even once unreleasing games at various states of development, uh, the company did have a breakout breakout hit this fall with its release of online PC game New World. At a conference soon after the game's launch, Amazon chief executive officer Andy Jossi said that gaming could become the company's largest entertainment category. Following New World's warm reception, former Amazon boss Jeff Bezos tweeted, quote, after many failures and setbacks in gaming, we have a success. Don't give up. Don't give up no matter how hard it gets, end quote. But even New World's success faded after its initial release. The game had 913,000 concurrent players late September and now has 26,500, according to data from Steam Charts. One former Amazon Game Studios manager who asked to remain anonymous because they weren't authorized to speak publicly said that Frizzini's leadership of the unit suffered because he had not, he had, he had not had prior experience in gaming. Amazon is a company that often assumes that if you can succeed in one category, you can succeed in another. And staffers in the unit felt that he underestimated the complexities of the medium. Frizzini did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Tim, how have you felt about Amazon the last, I guess, two years as they've tried to enter the gaming space? It's it's really interesting because they've had some major wins, some major kind of like uh, I, I guess you'd say losses. Yeah, I mean, Crucible uh, came you, out for a month and then like unreleased. But it's it's interesting, like the way that you can kind of twist anything to make it sound better or worse than it actually is. But it's like them talking about uh, the dropping concurrent players, like as if it's a bad thing. Like this number that they're at here, the twenty six thousand, like that's that's a good number of active players, right? Like, so it's just funny that like sure, I, in comparison to nine hundred thirteen thousand, it's not yeah. as good. But like, I feel like for Amazon wanting to break in. I feel like New World should have been bigger. Like for I, because when you look at like the top concurrence on Steam, you are hitting that like hundreds of thousands mark. Twenty six thousand. I feel like if it was a if it was a smaller game that wasn't an MMO, then I'd be right there with you. I feel like for an MMO that is like, hey, this point. is supposed to compete with World of Warcraft and others. I feel like it should be higher. Yeah, it's just it's interesting because like they. It, you don't need to be number one to be successful, right? For sure. So it's like, for as sure. long as like you, you, you have an active base of people that are enjoying the game, it's like, cool, there's that. But I feel like th this is, you know, swing three or four or whatever it is on Amazon games. And I feel like there's always like some weird story. There's always something going on. I think the weirder thing about Amazon is the amount of things that I've heard behind the scenes over the years that ended up not happening, but were so close to happening. Like right now we're in this world of acquisitions. And like, I remember hearing some stories of Amazon, uh, potentially like being close to acquiring some major companies and that never came to fruition so it's interesting to see the different paths that amazon could have went down that would have drastically changed gaming scenes in pretty insane ways but here they are kind of just like trying out these different things and having the success of new world and then yeah having um this dude stepped down it's like you know first off hopefully his family's okay like you know it's always a rough thing to see people say that they're leaving uh to be with their family hopefully that's a positive and not a uh you know negative where they have to figure some shit out but um i don't know that this is necessarily crazy news one way or another you know we hear like top people stepping down and a lot of times it's like oh no doom and gloom i think this is kind of like amazon's in a in a place right now where with or without new world they can kind of pivot and shift what amazon games actually means and i think that it's good that they have a success um under their belt now with with new world no matter what way you cut it it's like that this was a positive for them uh but it's like cool what's the next steps 
for Amazon as a gaming studio? Do they continue to go down that path or do they eventually start to, to sunset it? I think that they're going to be in here for the long haul. I don't think that they're ever going to be like one of the, the main competitors, but you never count people out, man, especially people with money. Do you feel like for, for Amazon, though, like not being one of the main competitors makes them unenthusiastic to continue? Because like for me, I look at New World, I look at Lost Ark and I'm like, OK, these had uh, great launch numbers. But like as the months have gone on, right, like I don't hear anybody talking about New World. It seems like everybody at, at kind of funny who was playing New World isn't currently playing New World. Like, unlike, Kevin, you were playing New World. Are you still playing it? Do you still think about it or boot it up? Nah, I play there, you know, like a week. Do you, did you try out Lost Ark? No, I didn't. It's, OK. I don't think I like those those games. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But like, I, I would say the same thing for Lost Ark in terms of like people act kind of funny. I, I think Greg was playing it. I know. I think Joey was playing it as well. I don't hear anybody here talk about it. And even amongst amongst my my um, friend groups online who do play those types of games, I don't even hear them hear them talk about it at all. Um, and again, that's like all anecdotal, right? And like the 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 concurrent numbers are going to speak more to like what I'm seeing on my timeline necessarily. But even with those. I don't know. I would expect for Amazon to want to have like a a bigger impact on these markets, right? Like it. it, it it's it reminds funny you say that because like I look at it, and I'm just like, damn, an Amazon game did this well. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm kind of shocked. Like especially when you like com- compare it to what it is, which is more similar to Google than anything else, right? And then look at Stadia. <laughs> like Stadia for didn't sure. even didn't even have a moment to have a hit. It just kind of. Ah, you know, where it's like, oh, okay, cool. Amazon kind of put some things out and had some stadia like misses, and then boom, they have this, and it's like, it's a success. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily counting them out, uh, also, because I think you know this story kind of, kind of alludes to it um, with Frazzini not being someone who necessarily had previous experience in game development. He came from another, um, uh, he came from Amazon with they say books, uh, and then switched over and tried to help launch this game <laughs> games division. Books sucks. <laughs> and exactly like Kevin <laughs> says, right? Books suck. But no, like I think trying to step into to gaming without having any prior knowledge or prior experience and trying to do it in the Amazon way, I think is going to lead to like a lot of learning experiences, a lot of rough rough launches, right? Like it's going to lead to the crucibles of the world. But with Lost Ark and New World, at the very least, Amazon has proven that they can put a game out that is going to be solid for at least a certain amount of time, right? And now it's about like follow up and now it's about updating these games and giving people re- reasons to come back to lost ark and come back to new world and i think that is also going to be a learning experience um but i'm very fast I'm, I'm more fascinated with amazon than anything because like what they're doing reminds me a little bit of riot and like riot is like a, a tough comparison because riot is a games company Riot is a company that's you know had has, has had their shit going for like a decade but you look at right now right and it is They've they've had League of Legends forever, right? They have an arcane an arcane show on Netflix that is a banger, right? They have Project L, their fighting game that looks like it's about to be a banger, right? They have Valorant, which is a banger, right? Like they're putting out the best games in all these different competitive genres of gaming, and I think Amazon wants to be in a similar place, right? They want to put out a dope ass MMO that can compete with WoW. They want to put out a dope ass action RPG that can compete with Diablo or the best of the best, right? Uh, and that's going to take, I think it's going to take learning and it's going to take a while uh, before they're able to get there. But for a company named Amazon, I don't know. Like I, I, I think I just put like a higher expectation on, oh, I know how much money you probably want to get out of this. And I don't think looking at these numbers, they're getting that money out of it. So I'm curious to see like, if they continue to double down, if they continue to continue to support, or if they do the Google Stadia thing and go, all right, actually, let's pull out. Let's stop first party development. This isn't meant for us. Let's cut and run. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I don't know. Like I said, it could be a Sega situation where they're just gone out of nowhere, or they can kind of thrive and it be like an Xbox situation where mm. in 10 years, we're looking at it and there's a, an Amazon box 
or not whatever the hell if there even is a box for for consoles like that's the thing Amazon they just have that level of money man like it's it's a it's it's ridiculous to even try to pretend we we can predict the future mm-hmm. of them in gaming Story number four. Uh, this one is a sad one. Coffee Talk creator Fami has died at age 32. This is James Batchelor at GamesIndustry.biz. Fami, the creator and writer of acclaimed indie visual novel Coffee Talk, has died. The news of his death was announced via his own Twitter account with a message posted by his sister. The cause of death is unknown at this time. According to IGN, Fami began his career as a developer at Gameloft, initially in programming and design before concentrating on writing and later joining Togue Productions. Coffee Talk was conceived while serving as Togue's marketing and PR manager and has since become one of the, the, the publisher's most successful games. This success enabled him to open a new studio, uh, Pixlanesia, uh, where Fami worked on a number of narrative games, including What Comes After and After Love EP. Uh, again, this is a sad one. You know, rest in peace to Fami. Totally. Uh, this is one that I saw people being heartbroken over the weekend because a lot of people, I, I think Greg Miller included, right? Like, played Coffee Talk, really appreciated it, and it's really sad to see an indie, ve- indie developer who, like, you know, made dope games and was continuing to make promising games go in this way. And so, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, man. 32. Mm. That sucks. Story number five. Do we know the game or do we know the name of the AEW game? This is Ian Carey at F4W Online. The name of both the upcoming AEW console video game and a rebranded faction may have been revealed as the company filed filed uh, to trademark the terms AEW Fight Forever and Undisputed Elite earlier last week. The purposes of the AEW Fight Forever trademark are listed as, uh, quote, downloadable game software, downloadable computer game software, etc., end quote. There's currently no timetable for AEW's debut console video game to be released. They are working with Yuke's, a video game developer based in Osaka, Japan. The studio had been part of WWE 2K franchise of the WWE 2K franchise up until 2018. An article in Forbes last summer noted that AEW had put in, in put in an eight-figure investment into the game. The purposes of the quote undisputed elite trademark are listed as quote fan clubs providing a website featuring entertainment information in the fields of sports and entertainment, pro- providing entertainment information in the fields of sports and entertainment via a website, etc., etc. End quote. Tim, are you hyped for the AEW game? I'm really excited for it. I want to see what it ends up being. Like AEW is not something that I've invested too heavily in, uh, just because of life and timing and stuff. I love that it, it, they're successful. I think that WWE needs competition more than anything, yep. uh, both in terms of its product and in terms of its video games. So I really like this. I like that they're trying to go back to the more classic style of uh, wrestling games. Like they got Kenny Omega over there, and he. He got the stuff, man. He knows he knows what we all want, and he wants it too. Uh, will it result in a in a game that lives up to the dream? I don't expect it to. You know, and recently we were talking on um, I don't even remember what show it was. It might have been Gamescast with Greg, and he kind of got my excitement a little lower than than I was uh, for this. Like with some quotes that he was bringing in on the uh, the updated status of this AEW game so far. But um, I'm happy it's happening, and I am. I'm hopeful that it has a chance to be fun, which is more than I can say about a lot of wrestling games we've seen in the last decade. A few years, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Like, I, I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of competition. Like, I, I want uh, uh, Ukes to bring the heat, especially as a developer that's been doing this longer than anybody, right? Making wrestling games longer than anybody. I want them to come through, and I want them to, like, <laughs> no pun intended, lay, lay the smack down. You're, you're wearing the perfect jacket for this, Tim. Um, there you go. Yeah. There you go. 
It reminds me a little bit of uh, during the PS3 era. Though there were the two UFC or two uh, MMA franchises, I should say, right between uh, EA MMA and then uh, UFC Undisputed, right? And Undisputed was THQ, MMA was EA. And I remember having friends that were into either or, depending on like what they were looking for. Like I had friends that were like, "Yo, EA MMA has the gameplay. Like EA MMA is where it's at." But me, I was like an, a, a UFC Undisputed three person because I was like, "Dude, they got the features. They got the they got the the uh, fighters. They got the um uh oh, there was like one, there was a specific like federation basically that was like uh, located I think in Japan. Uh, but like they had like the box ring and like they allowed knees uh, and shit. That shit was dope as hell. I remember being like super into UFC Undisputed for all that stuff, right? And like I want to see that same kind of back and forth where it is all right, cool. Like WWE 2K can bring this. Well, hey, AEW has this. Like has this this thing that it does super well, right? Like whether it is this has the character creation or like this has the the move sets that feel like they transition from move to move better. Like I want to see that kind of like competition and that kind of like one upping each other uh, because I I love great wrestling games, right? And I want wrestling games to be great. And like even though WWE 2K22 is a fantastic return for WWE 2K. I still think there are so many things that that game can do better. And I think an AEW game being the competition from Ukes is going to be the thing that really causes um, 2K to go. All right, like, let's step, let's step this up. Like, how can we make uh, ourselves better? Pride. Yeah, Thank you, no. chat. Pride is what I was looking for. Pride was mm. dope as hell in UFC Undisputed. Yeah. I'm Damn. excited. I want to see more. Same. Same. I'm excited. When do you think we'll, we'll get the actual reveal? I don't know. I mean, I think that it's a small enough team working on the game that I, I don't think that it's like big primetime mainstream kind of like let's put it at a giant showcase i think it's more AEW and the and kenny omega and them over there they're gonna kind of own the messaging on it all which i think is the right way to go right like speak to your audience speak to the people that are going to care most about this thing because like that is what the AEW audience is it's dedicated and they care and they want this mm. thing to succeed so bad and like when you have an audience that just wants you to win there's nothing better in the world you just got to keep making yeah. the right choices and i feel like that's where they're at right now. So I'm hoping that that pushes through. So when will we see it next? I hope the answer is when it's ready. 1000%. And I'm also like, I'm excited just as a, this could be the thing that could get me into AEW. Cause like the WWE games were that for me back in the day. Like I remember borrowing uh SmackDown. I think it was SmackDown. Just bring it from a friend. When I was a kid, I brought it home, played as the rock fought stone cold, like went, went through all those dope matches. And I was like, Man, I need to. I need to like start watching wrestling, right? Like that was the thing that initially got me in. And like I'm, I'm, I'm somebody that if you give me a dope video game or something, I will then that will be the thing that will fuel my interest. Like if you give me a, a, a an AEW video game that is really fun to play and that is dope as hell, you know, I play that. I look at the wrestlers, I look at the stages, I look at I, like I listen to the commentators, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get more of this. Like I want to see the actual thing. I hope that that's what this AEW game is. And also, Fight Forever is a great name for a video game. Like I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for what this can be. Story number six, Tim, a One Piece RPG has been announced. This is Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN. Uh, and Kevin, I have a trailer in the dock if you can bring it up yep, as I read through. I'm going to grab it in a second. Hell yeah. Uh, One Piece Odyssey is a new JRPG coming in 2022 to PS4, PS5, Xbox, and PC. The official One Piece YouTube channel revealed the game in a live stream with Bandai Namco, uh, confirm, confirmed to be publishing the game in the, in the West. Uh, One Piece Odyssey's producer, Katsuaki Suzuki, has promised a, quote, uh, an epic drama adventure which both One Piece fans and JRPG fans can experience and enjoy, end quote. He added, quote, one Piece RPG experiences are scattered throughout the game, such as the story woven by Straw Hats, the dungeon experience, and various quests, end quote. 
Ichiro Oda, author of the One Piece manga, uh, designed the characters in Monsters and Odyssey, and Bandai Namco has confirmed several playable characters, including Luffy, Zoro, Nami, Usopp, Sanji, Chopper, Robin, Frankie, and Brooke. I do not watch One Piece, so if I butchered any of those names, <laughs> my apologies. Uh, this looks this looks cool. Like I like the art style of it. I will say that it reminds me a bit of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the video game that both me and Kevin played and i think we're i was bummed out by it uh like i liked it for the first however many hours but i dropped off very quickly because i couldn't stick with it yeah I, I liked it a lot but then i got stuck at one point and never played it again yeah mm. yeah this reminds me of that but like you know i don't but, think that's necessarily a bad thing yeah. like i do think that kakarot worked for a lot of yeah. people like if 100%. you're making that game but for one piece i think a lot of people will, will, will be into that and like them calling it a jrpg makes me think that the, ba the battle system um might be more like might be turn-based you know if that's what they're going for and i think that sounds cool, you know, within within this art style. Tim, does One Piece do it for you at all? No, I. This is one of those things that I have no idea what One Piece is. Like growing up, I remember hearing a lot about it. Like back when, uh, you know, the the early days of like anime being this like myth where it's like, oh, I thought it was just like Sailor Moon and Pokemon. It's like, oh, there's so much more out there. And I remember some of my friends getting into Bleach and Naruto and all that stuff, and I just never did. And One Piece was always the one that confused me because there was always a lot of like seemingly a lot of video games and like just I, I would read about it a lot in magazines and is it this thing that has to do with the pirates you know what i'm talking about are there pirates in this yeah 100%. yeah yeah one piece is about yeah? pirates. yeah okay cool all right pirates and like luffy is real it. stretchy like as you see in the trailer right now right like uh -huh. he has miss marvel powers there's there's the devil fruit that gives them powers but now if they go in water they sink and they'll drown but they're Holy pirates shit. too. Oh, that's oh. the conundrum. That's yeah. the conundrum. Yeah. Wait, Kevin, do you watch All One right. Piece? Nah, but I've heard enough nerds that love it talk mm. about it. You know what I mean? That fucking <laughs> smoke <laughs> bite, Mike. <laughs> Go read a book, nerd. <laughs> God. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Snowbike Mike actually digs One Piece. Like I heard, I've heard him talk about it quite a bit. And I, like I, I know. He's seen all the episodes, and I know that Barrett is watching them right now. Tim, guess how many episodes this show has? I remember it was insane. So like, insane I'm gonna amount. go three thousand. That's that's ridiculous. Okay, that's well, calm down. Come on, <laughs> one thousand. Yes, it's over one thousand. I think it might be at twelve hundred or something. Over one. I could be wrong. Over one thousand. I could never get into an anime that has over one thousand episodes. Like, I I like the idea of watching One Piece, but like, bro, I'm watching Hunter Hunter right now, and I am in like one of the last couple of um, arcs in Hunter Hunter. And there are so many episodes left. It is a ridiculous amount of episodes for the show. And I that's like, what, like maybe over 100 episodes or something like that. I could not imagine getting to something that has 1,000 episodes. But you do you, y'all. You do you. And also, like, I know people have probably kept up with it for, like, what, over the maybe two decades that One Piece has been around? Well, I, I just mean, but, like, Barrett just... I think recently. Barrett's a crazy started. man. I yeah. cannot do what Barrett is. Like, I don't understand I how it. Barrett does anything, man. Like that dude mm. commits to these crazy mm. endeavors mm. every other week. And he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to rewatch every piece of Star Wars media ever created for the fifth time while also doing that for Batman while also yep. watching 10 different anime. I'm like, what? I'm going to, I'm going to replay 120 hours of Persona 5 for the eighth time. How? I just like, where do you get the get time? It? I don't get it. It's like it's like you know when dudes are like, "Yo, we got the same twenty four hours." Like you know what you doing that I'm not. It's like, bro, not Barrett. Barrett somehow mm -hmm. has forty eight hours every yeah. single day. It's mm -hmm. incredible. Also, while we're here, right? You know, being at Namco, you made Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. You're 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 publishing this One Piece game. I'm only gonna say it once. When I say I'm only gonna say it once, I mean I'm gonna say it a lot from now on. Make a Yu Yu Hakusho game. 
just for me, you know, like I know you Hawk Show isn't around as much, but they are making a live action adaptation on Netflix. It is a beloved anime. People love those characters, and you can do dope shit with Yu Hawk Show combat. Make a Yu Hawk Show video game, please. There was a dope GBA game, right? Of Yu Yu Show? Oh, I don't remember that. No, I do I remember think, there was a I PS2 so. game. It was like a PS2 fighting game that was kind of like Budokai, but it wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. I want I want like a full on action RPG. Yu Show. Let me, let me play as Yusuke Yurimeshi. Make it happen. Last news story for you. Speaking of things that excite me in, in the uh, uh, movie universe, uh, story number seven, we're getting a Sonic Cinematic Universe. This is Tom Ivan at Video Games Chronicle. One of the producers of the Sonic the Hedgehog films has said the plan is to create a, quote, Sonic Cinematic Universe, end quote. Toby Asher, who was producer on 2020 Sonic film and the upcoming sequel, commented on the plan in production notes released to coincide with the lifting of today's Sonic 2 review embargo. Quote, we're creating a Sonic Cinematic Universe, so we knew we were going to add characters like Tails and Knuckles, uh, new to the films but beloved by gamers all over the world, he said. Paramount Pictures and Sega revealed in February that a third Sonic film and a live-action TV series had entered production. The TV series will feature Knuckles, voiced by Idris Elba, who also appears... <laughs> that will never not be funny to say. I know. Uh, who also appears in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It'll launch next year on streaming service Paramount+. Plus. While unconfirmed, movie site Giant Freakin' Robot recently claimed that a Tales solo movie is in development. Tim, what incredible times we live in. Dude, what incredible times we live in. Bless, I had a very Sonic weekend, all right? Oh, yeah? Tell me about it. I, I woke up I woke up on Saturday, and I was like, you know what? I don't got much to do today. I'm in the mood for a little Blue Hedgehog action. So I booted up because uh, uh, Gia was watching something, and then the Sonic 2 trailer came on TV. Mm. And that made me think, you know what? I want to go back and watch that the first Sonic 2 trailer that came out of Game Awards with that dope-ass Emerald Hill Zone uh, remix. Oh, yeah. yes. And it was incredible. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I'm in the I gotta play some of the games. So did I play through half of Sonic One? Yeah, I did. And then I played through half of Sonic Two. So Not because I didn't want to keep going, but I just wanted to I wanted to get to two, get the taste you know? of everything. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I, I want to go. To, I want to play a little bit of Mania. So I played some Mania. And then what did I do, Bless? Then what did I do? Did you boot up Sonic Generations? I booted up Sonic Generations, Let's baby. Fucking go. And I played through Chemical Hills or Chemical Plant Zone. I was having a damn great time. And then then what did I do, Bless? Then what, what did I do? What, what I, I, did you do? I, I had to take a shower because I was a stinky boy. And when mm. I was in the shower, I have a speaker in my bathroom and I play music. And normally I'm playing, you know, rap music of some sort, whatever. Mm. And Gia never questions it. She's just like, okay, cool. That's what Tim does. Michael I Hyman fucking blasted. Thing. I fucking blasted that Sonic 30th anniversary concert that happened last oh, year. Did yes, you know? Man. Did you know it's on Spotify, Bless? Because it is. I did not know it's on Spotify. It is. And I was blasting it. And Gia walked in and was like, what the fuck are you listening to? And I was like, it's Sonic the Hedgehog's 30th anniversary concert. Please show some respect. Okay. And here we are. I can't wait for this movie. I'm on Spotify. I just clicked on the Sonic 30th anniversary symphony album. And I just pressed like. I'm Mm -hmm. listening to that right after KGD. Mm-hmm. welcome to I the rest of your you. life bless but yeah no dude i am so excited to watch this movie with you bless how stoked are you to know that we're probably gonna get a shadow tease at the end I of this think, goddamn movie baby you think at the end of this goddamn movie we're getting a shadow tease and I, it's gonna be the rock i would I, explode oh <laughs> yo real talk i i think we're getting shadow i think we're getting shadow i think we're gonna get it i i don't think they're gonna have the voice lined up though but kevin brings up a good point what if they did you think the rock would fit? Because like, that was not my rock, question. But like, I mean, maybe I don't know. Okay, I I would I like legitimately I would explode like in the theater. Now, like I would be able to handle it if you got a shadow of the hedgehog tease and he was voiced 
also by Idris Elba because he would have been my first pick. Bless, I, I can all but guarantee it. And here's my evidence. Rewatching the trailer, which mm-hmm. I hadn't really seen uh, since we did the reaction at Game Awards, which you weren't here for because mm-hmm. you were at the awards themselves. So we didn't really get to like break down the trailer and all the goodness we saw in it. I didn't notice that the 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 like army running around is G-U-N. Wait, really? It's the army from Sonic Adventure 2. Okay. We're getting okay. a shadow, baby. Okay. I cannot wait. I somebody in chat says uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Shadow. Somebody else says um, Oscar Isaac as Shadow. There I'll are so many any, good options dude, yeah, for, for who real. Shadow can be. Yeah. God. I Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. Anybody beats. Shadow. That's my number one. I want Jamie Fox as Shadow. <laughs> I'm not gonna allow myself to get hyped. <laughs> like I, Yo, you bring up good it. points. You know when you're talking about Gun, you bring up good points in terms of like even even just the idea of them making a cinematic universe. If you're gonna do that, you gotta have post credit scenes. You know you gotta tease what's next. And like I, I believe the Shadow, the, the original Sonic movie had a post credit scene, right? That's it what was we got. Tales. Yeah, that was Tales. It was so, incredible. Like, they're not they're not scared to do that. I just can't let myself get excited because that's how I get set up for, for, for disappointment. But if they do that, Tim, oh, mm-hmm. my God, I can't wait mm-hmm. for it. Tim, I can't wait to sit down and watch Sonic the, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. But us sitting down in that theater together with our popcorn, with movie in front of us, basking in ridiculousness is so far away. If a week I away. Was, holy shit. Are you serious? It's a week away. But let's, let's go. <laughs> Tim, that is so far away. If I want to know what's going on to Drop Shops today, where should I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. That's a crazy. That's crazy for movies because, like, what we got every. I never know the name of this movie. Everything, everywhere, at all times, all at once, <laughs> all at that once. Looks so I'm, good. I cannot wait to watch that. I uh, want to watch X, and you're now you're telling me Sonic the Hedgehog two is right around the corner. Greatest mm-hmm. month for for movies, Tim greatest month you heard it here first out today we got game dev story for pc dungeon village for pc crows for pc and the nightmare reaper breaks out of early access today new dates for you apex legends warrior collection event kicks off tomorrow march 29th and then murfite curse of the arctic prince is launching on steam early access march 31st now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong where you write in let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube.com slash games and on podcast services around the globe. Uh, let's see. Bader SN here says, while PS Now doesn't have a ton of PS2 games available, they do have many PS3 remasters of PS2 games available, making that total total number a lot more than 16 games. Of course, these are not down downloadable. That doesn't sound That's interesting. Is that that's not that cannot be accurate. Why not? Because I, I like, like the Ratchet I, collection, the Prince of Persia collection. The oh, PS3 went fucking hard on I those see. remasters. Never mind. I see what you're saying now. I thought because like Jack. toward the beginning of the P, of the PS4 era, they had the PS2 to PS4 games like GTA. There's a, a lot of Rockstar games and Dark Cloud and shit. Uh, those weren't remastered necessarily, but they were like formatted for PS4. Uh, I thought that's what you're talking about. But yes, they do have the collections on PS3 that are stream only. That's a good point, Bander SN. And then. Timmy Buddy says, Kenny Omega said in an interview in February that they wanted an update on the game to be presented in early March, but that didn't happen. It was revealed that many wrestlers on the roster did record voiceover for the game in early March. So there you go. Man, I can't wait to hear that voice acting. Just based off based off of WWE 2K. You know, it's going to be golden. It's going to be great content. Mm-hmm. 
And that's it for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. We killed it, Tim, as we, we always do. Yes, very Hell exciting yeah. stuff. What a week. We got a week ahead of us. We got if a even, really good week ahead of us. any of Greg Miller's little, little, you know, t- tidbits are, are, are discovered or dug up. Little tidbits. It's going to be little tidbits. You know, I was, <laughs> you know, I, I was Greg Miller's no, little just, tidbits. Th- that works, Tim. Tidbits. That works. Mm-hmm. It just sounds so gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of this week, this week's host for Kind of Funny Games Daily go like this. Uh, tomorrow, you're getting Snowbike Mike and Gary. Wednesday, you're getting me. And I'm going to say question marks. I had me and Greg on there, but I'm oh, like 99% mystery. sure it's not me I, and Greg. It says Tam now. It says Tam. It says Tam now? Because, okay. because everybody, I think Moon me and Tam predicted this, this happen. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, the Moon Knight screencast. Got to record that. Oh, again, crazy week. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, you're getting Greg and Tim. Then on Friday, you're getting Greg and me. If you're watching this live on Twitch right now, after this, this is a kind of funny morning show with Mike, Nick, and Andy. I heard that they're playing a little game called Police Stories as well. So look forward to that. If you want to catch that stream later, you can, of course, subscribe to youtube.com slash kind of funny plays. Remember, this has been kind of funny games daily, each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kind of funny games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. <laughs>